0: Flight of the Concords is grounded, futurama debuts in Shilly Long commands the troops this week on
1: 302010. 2010. 30, 20, 10, 30 20, 10. Three decades every show sometimes associated videos. 30 2010, 30 Surprises are awaiting, yes, we're going to the 80s and the 90s and 2000s on 30, 20,
0: Welcome everyone to 302010, the internet's pop culture time machine, taking you back 30, 20, and 10 years ago, back into the past of movies, music, TV, video games, and more. Uh, opening a portal to what you were doing Even if you don't remember dates Like most of us We did the work for you and we're, we're not
2: Mary Lou Henner
0: Right I almost get that <laughs> <laughs> Oh wait no She remembers every day Yes Of course we're talking about 1989 1999 2000, And 2009 All the goodies that happened in there Specifically condensed Within the week of March 22nd through the 28th uh, If you're celebrating a birthday This will mean even more to you And welcome spring I guess I should say um, But 30 2010. Let's get it started, ladies and gentlemen. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Antista.
3: I'm Diana Goodman, and I hope my next leap will be the leap home. Oh. Uh, it's me, Sarah, and I can do the frug.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know you're, if you're excited as I am to figure out what all that means, you should stay tuned, people. But let's begin as we always do, because we have some huge 1989 news to kick off the show in our, in our 30 segment 30 years ago this week on the 24th of March Oh boy, Diane, this is a lot yeah. of information. Uh, okay,
3: uh, I put ha- a lot of information. I did a lot of research on this because I think this is the new story of the year. Yeah, yeah I agree with so so sure. We need to talk about the Exxon Valdez. Yep. Uh, the super tanker, the Exxon Valdez, hits a reef in Prince Williamstown in Alaska, spilling 10.8 million gallons of oil. It eventually covered 11,000 square miles of ocean. Jesus. Now, this is going to be one where it turns out you look back and find out, oh, the story we remember is not really what happened. Mm. Right.
0: And I, and I hadn't discovered SNL at this age, but I had discovered Mad Magazine. So there were <laughs> 10,000 references in every issue of mm-hmm, Mad Magazine mm-hmm. throughout the next year, especially especially poking fun at Captain Joseph Hazelwood.
3: Right. It is, oh, he was drunk and he was trying to impress somebody. Yeah. It turns like, out, no. That's he wasn't drunk. He might have been hung over. and he also he wasn't driving.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. He's and it's also a ship. Yeah. It's it's also a giant ship moving very slowly. Uh, so I don't you you yeah. don't have to be that drunk to avoid an iceberg or wherever the fuck it hit. Uh, yeah.
3: No, it it hit some shoals. Um. Yeah. The problem was there was total negligence, but it wasn't necessarily on him. It was on the company because they were making them work like sixteen-hour workdays, and the collision avoidance radar was broken. And had been for a year, Jesus. and they wouldn't fix it.
0: Huh. Wow. So this <sighs> dude, man, you thought mm. misinformation spread fast in the fucking social media era. Yeah. But, like, there was a ton of misinformation about this.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep. So despite 11,000 volunteers, Holy chemical shit. cleanups, booms, scammers, about 10% of it was actually cleanup. Wow. And most of it is, you know, over 30 years is biodegraded and stuff, and the wildlife numbers are back to where they were. But as of five years ago, there's still, meh 20,000 gallons worth of oil still all over these Holy beaches.
0: Holy shit. That's
3: crazy. And then the legal battle started. Ooh. So, um, obviously, there was a lot of people very hurt by this. Uh, a lot of small villages, people who work in the oil industry, people who work in the industry. Seal <laughs> Seal clubbers. <laughs> boat Guys, tourism dollars. I mean, every everything gets just fucked. So uh, Exxon did pay out uh, about you know three billion total for cleaning and civil and criminal settlements, wow. but then at trial were ordered to pay five billion in putative damages. Wow. Now here's a fun thing to get the $5 billion. they borrowed it from J.P. Morgan, which was so worried about such a loan that size, they created something called a credit default swap, the first one ever. Wow. When we get to 2008, those are what fuck us. Oh, my God. That is crazy.
0: Wow. I'm
1: yeah. so depressed. So then <laughs> Ex-
3: Exxon appealed the court decision for 20 fucking years. Went to Supreme Court in 2008. It finally got dropped down to 500 million in punitive damages just because 5 billion somehow didn't work out in maritime law. Hmm. What the f- but
0: even adjusted for inflation, that means they paid nothing. Yeah. They got like a Manafort jail time.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Good Lord. It's like, yeah, there are people probably should have been in jail for mm. that. I mean, whoever did, whoever knew about the collision warning system being broken and being okay with it, like, You guys should probably be in jail
2: Yeah
0: And I mean this
1: is
0: a side note to that As I remember as a little kid Like um, Exxon was one of the biggest American oil companies Yeah. And Definitely They stopped advertising Mm -hmm. And I think a couple of Exxon stations Like changed their name Mm -hmm. Because their name was Fucking Poison Mm -hmm. Poison Mm Because we I grew up with a ton Like the Exxon Tiger I think Yakov Shmirnov did ads for them And it was just silence And I've never seen an Exxon ad ever again
2: yeah, I mean, there's some parallels to that and what happened with BP. Yeah, especially down here. Oh, they're gone. Yeah. They're gone.
0: I thought that was crazy. Yeah, because they're Gulf's again. Yep. Because
2: yeah, it's wow. So, it's so nuts. ironically.
0: Yeah, in Florida, there was another oil spill from BP, and the BP British Petroleum took over all the G U L F stations, and they all changed back re- mm-hmm. semi recently because mm-hmm. BP's name is poison. Ah.
2: there's a fun yeah. thread right now on the LTC on Facebook mm-hmm. about what is the first news uh, event that you remember as a child. And I'm pretty sure this is it for me.
0: Yeah, this might be it for me too. I think this yeah,
3: is the first one I really remember. Huge. And yeah, it was the worst oil spill until the Deepwater horizon. Right.
0: Wow. It is. And maybe it wasn't the first one that I noticed, but it was just like so ongoing, not only mad magazine, but like every single, like, uh, commercial break in Nickelodeon. We're
2: doing our part to clean up the, mm-hmm. the oil spill. Because yeah. mm-hmm. it was a yep. big thing for kids with environmentalism really yeah. becoming a, a big thing for kids that they started talking about in schools and stuff.
0: Yeah, Ooh. Oh yeah. The pressing. Let's hope the yeah. movies bring us back up <laughs> for 1989. I think so. Uh, March 22nd to the 28th. Uh, maybe, because I, I have a dumb first here. Have I seen Don Johnson, Penelope, Ann Miller, and William Forsyth in Dead Bang? Bang!
3: comes a war white supremacy a cop needs an army
0: and i'd go through a door with you anytime Free! don johnson dead bang
1: Stop. wow
0: <laughs> no this is not the treat williams joe Piscopo okay. zombie cop thing I was thinking no. of. Uh, but a John Frankenheimer yeah. film, nonetheless, dead bang. What a terrible title. <laughs> terrible.
3: The title is so bad. I mean, yeah. and other reviews are like, it's a fun little action movie. It's nothing special about but white supremacists. I'm always happy. Anyone blowing up white supremacists always makes me happy. Mm-hmm. But the title. Yeah, yeah, hands
0: up. Who thought this was about necrophilia?
3: Yeah. This is yep. a fun title to
2: just keep in your back pocket for the. um. Doug Benson movie title game where you try to make like a long (laughs) chain, like we break this one out, that's a pretty good one. Then you go right into Bangkok Dangerous, obviously.
0: Dead Bangkok
1: Dangerous. Yes, I love it.
3: Ah, Lighter than or yeah, Night of the Living Dead Bangkok Dangerous.
2: There you go.
1: The
3: next liaisons,
1: the next
2: liaisons, yeah, but now you're stuck. Liaisons Uh, of Anarchy. The
0: the next, (laughs) (laughs) the next, the next movie. I have a dumb memory of, because I think I'm I'm telling you as a little kid, uh, I'm pretty much a child of the Fox network Mm because of The Simpsons and uh, Tiny Toons and Bobby's World and all that shit. It got me watching network television instead of Nickelodeon. And for some reason, the first movie I saw on network television was Troop Beverly Hills. I Mm -hmm. saw the preview. I'm like, what the fuck is this? This looks so (laughs) good. So I set my VCR and watched it and like, ooh. Oh, I don't like this movie at all. I like it a lot. Craig T. Nelson and Shelley Long in Troop Beverly Hills. Mom's going to be our new troop leader. Who are you?
2: Oh, Phyllis Neffler, Troop Beverly Hills.
0: Now she's changing her style.
3: Well, girls, are you ready to rough it?
0: From Rodeo Drive.
2: I can't let you take the girls
1: out there alone.
3: Why not? Because you get lost in your walk-in closet.
1: To Cookie Drive. That jamboree thing sounds fabulous. (laughs) My troop is definitely going... What is a jamboree?
0: From room service.
2: Is
1: what you call roughness. One bathroom for nine people. Yes. The public service.
3: Today I am here to demonstrate for you
1: CPR. Lie down and open your mouth. Last time I did this, I got more than a
0: patch for it. And from. <laughs> Ew. Ew. I, I, Ew. I cannot. I feel like this should be Lisa Kudrow. For oh, some I could see that. Yeah,
3: I could see that. I could see them remaking this. Yeah. Yes. They shouldn't though, because yeah, probably not. Honestly, I
0: don't think it's the time to idolize this type of person. Uh, uh, they wouldn't be that funny. Yes, mm.
2: although the Girl Scouts are having a great moment. So uh, yeah, it cookie time. It's cookie time. Cookie time's good. And yeah, I mean the Girl Scouts are great. I was never a Girl Scout. I always wanted to be, but it just never lined up for me. But the Girl Scouts are a very admirable organization for sure. Um, yeah. Oh, see,
3: now this I'm I'm stuck in the opposite position where it's like I was a Girl Scout. But I wanted to learn all, like, the camping and knot tying shit, so I wanted to be a Boy Scout, so mm. I am so jealous that girls can be in the Boy Scouts now. Mm. See, I, I
0: got fucked over, well, I, my friend got fucked over. My mm. dad put us in the hippy-dippy Indian Guides, ah. the uh, uh, less yeah, Republican version of, bo- mm-hmm. there's the Indian princesses for the girls, and I, they were attached to the YMCA, mm-hmm. which the... Uh, it's 89. Why not talk about the YMCA? They're almost gone. Yeah. So like the or- that organization is dying or dead or mm-hmm. is spun off from the YMCA. So I, we went to put my friend's daughter in and it didn't exist. Mm-hmm. And it's only the Girl Scouts. And the Girl Scouts is a much better organization than the Boy Scouts. Once yeah. I ran out of Indian Guides, oh, I yeah. joined the Boy Scouts and I fucking hated it. Mm-hmm. It was awful. I quit or I got kicked out. I forget.
2: Yeah. <laughs> This is such a fun little movie. It definitely has, I think, a big place in a lot of millennial girls' hearts for sure. I I heard
3: from people already saying, like uh, on Twitter, saying, Oh my God, you got True Beverly Hills coming up. That was a sleepover staple. Exactly. "Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm." Yep. And it had
2: been a while since I. I had seen it so I watched it recently and I'm sorry it still holds up as like a pretty cute fun she seems little like a fun movie. Character, yes. Fun 80s movie. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Really leans heavily into that 80s materialism mm-hmm. and if you, you know, it's just it's it's super fun and Shelley Long is gorgeous and Like, she is just luminous. She's great. Hilarious. She, she really is good.
3: Her costumes are fantastic. Amazing.
2: Like, oh, I love every dress she comes out in. It all looks like something you could wear today, too, by the way. And Craig T. Nelson plays uh the dad slash her soon-to-be ex-husband at some point. Um And he's just looking like your friend's handsome dad when you were growing up, you know? <laughs> like you just got definitely looks like a dad, but you know, a little more handsomer than the most of the dads you yep. see.
3: Handsome
0: Frankenstein.
3: Yeah. Yep. Um, and we got a bunch of child actors who end up yeah. doing stuff. We got Jenny Lewis, Kelly Jenny. Martin, Tori Spelling, Carla Gugino. Yeah. Fuck, I did not really? know she was a child what? actress. I did not know <laughs> yes. that either.
2: But Jenny Lewis has a song. It's either Rilo Kylie or it's Jenny Lewis's like side like solo stuff called the frug where she goes through because like one of the famous sequences in the movie is where she as part of the dance badge she teaches them all these like um popular dances like the mashed potato and the uh the oh, what's the other one? like the twist and stuff uh, the and twist
3: the pony the yeah. pony that's
2: what i was trying to think of and also the frug and so there's a rilo kiley song called i could do the frug and it's very good
3: Mm. Yeah, I was I was surprised because I I vaguely remember maybe I saw this as a kid, so I watched it literally today, and I was going into it thinking that I was going to hate it because it would be like celebrating materialism mm-hmm. and like why why oh why should I like these characters because like they're all rich and snobby so. There's some scenes where it's sort of like all the other Girl Scouts are making fun of them as like, you guys suck. Mm -hmm. You don't know how to do any Scout shit. You think like learning about jewelry is Scouts. Yeah, you suck. It's like, wait, am I supposed to feel bad for these bitches? But then they like they all get their own separate problems and like we get sort of the lesson of like there's a bit of like the be yourself, but there's Mm -hmm. also like money doesn't matter it's friends that matter right. it's the fact that we're like supporting each other is the thing that matters sisterhood and, like, is powerful it's, like we you know as long as we try our best we're winners mm-hmm. and like oh you know i was not anticipating that yes. i was expecting more shopping montages yeah the girls are really
2: good in it too like they are not bratty or obnoxious really you know they're just like yeah. they're just fun little girls it's it's I don't. Know. It's a recommend for me. Oh,
0: and and it ha- it's it's the uh, faded art of the animated opening title. I've always. Oh my be-
2: god! Yes. Oh yeah. That opening, I was, I had forgotten about that. And watching, it, I was like, wow, this is a
3: huge throwback.
0: And it's worth noting, it's it was worked on by the uh, problematic John Cricfalusi of Ren and Stimpy yeah. fame.
3: <laughs> I called I called that immediately. Yeah, I'm surprised could... this has like terrible ratings on everything. Because it's like it's. It's fine. It was fun. It was cute. For a movie that's basically a kid's movie, there was a lot more smoking and swearing than I was <laughs> expecting. Lots of smoking. It was the 80s. Yeah. Lots of swearing. Yeah. I mean, they say shit constantly. That's
2: true. Yeah. And Shelley Long in most scenes has like a long cigarette holder, like Cruella DeVille, basically. <laughs> yeah. Which I kind of like, want.
1: What are you doing? <sighs> yeah. Mm. Don't do that.
0: Well, we got to move into television. Nineteen eighty-nine, March twenty-second to the twenty-eighth. Uh, oh my God, we we haven't even talked about this in the eighties, have we, Diana? That uh, annually, I hope they don't do this anymore, for God's sake. But uh, the twenty-fourth, NBC reruns its annual Peter Pan with Mary Martin from nineteen sixty, which for a Boy is very confusing to watch. Why do I want to fuck Peter Pan? What is what is happening now? Don't question right
2: now? it, just go with it.
0: I love that movie. What's going on here? And uh, a total Mr. b B-natural vibe coming off uh, Mary Martin. Yeah. But that shit like aired every single year and I remember I could never understand why it was still an annual thing mm-hmm. when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. So we have other uh-huh. musicals, don't we? This is the only stage musical TV mm-hmm. ever made? What the fuck? Because they're doing it again. It's like in the
2: yeah, they did it again, famously with Allison Williams, like just a couple years ago, and it did not Mm. go well.
0: Oh, it didn't. No, was it live? Yes. Oh goodness.
2: And it was not well received for Allison Williams. Oh
0: goodness. Um, Well, maybe she can take solace in Full House.
2: Yeah, airing opposite of this. (laughs) Goodbye, Mr. Bear. Uh, a storyline which includes.
0: <laughs> Featuring career collegiate espionage uh, character <laughs> Lori Laughlin. Sorry, that's the oh, most bizarre headline. Oh my headlines God,
2: yes. I,
0: I love that lady, what and I did not weird... want to see her face again in 2019 as the, the ringleader. It, I haven't read the art, any of the articles yet, but why is she the first picture in all It's of them? been
2: a weird news day. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's weird. Yes. Yeah. Super weird. I expected better from you, especially you, Felicity Elfman. Yes, and
2: husband
0: there's <laughs> yeah. no guilt
3: Philly Meth Muffman should have done better yeah.
0: yeah it was that Desperate Housewives money you can't blame that what are you going to blame the sports night money
3: yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, goodbye Mr. Bear But
0: goodbye Mr. Bear in Bull a
2: fit house. of cleaning Stephanie's beloved Bear gets thrown out or put into goodwill or something like that and so oh, no. the it turns out it was given to her by her mom and it's like one of the last connections she has to the mom who is Famously dead.
0: <laughs> I they they so they, famously
2: dead's a weird thing to say. They did but.
0: show the mom.
2: So this, I believe, based on my research, because I tried to look into it as much as I could, this is the first time we actually see the mom, and it's through a flashback, or it's it, sorry, not a flashback, it's through um, VHS footage of the mom okay. bringing home um the, the baby. Bear.
0: Oh, not Mr. Bear. The
2: youngest baby.
0: Michelle.
2: Michelle. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes. Um, and so there's a little bit of uh, a little bit of a clip of the mom.
3: I shot this the day your mom came home from the hospital with Michelle. All
1: right, you guys wait right there. Come on, Danny, get that thing out of my face, Miles. Jesse, Cut,
0: super mullet. <laughs> Maybe
1: I should grow my hair long again, huh? Nah. Okay, Pammy, you can come in now hey anybody order a pizza
2: give me my baby joy <laughs>
1: oh.
2: yeah. you're not a pizza michelle no you're a big beautiful meatball
0: <laughs> staff deej don't go away we got presents for you out in the car oh
1: michelle isn't she
0: pretty mm. dude i'm getting fucking weirdo
1: I know, right? <laughs> I, never, I don't
0: remember seeing the mother, and I can't. Yeah. I can't imagine this little girl's watching their dead mother in a VHS. That's that's some semi-heavy shit for an episode of Full House. I mean, and like, mm-hmm.
2: Full House, who is known for doing some pretty, you know, very special episodes. Yeah, I,
0: I, yeah, yeah. It's just that like there's a ton of sitcoms out there with dead or missing parents, mm-hmm. but they don't mm-hmm. often. Show them, like yeah. They, they almost never show them so you don't think about it, right? And now I'm thinking about it and I'm getting a little bummed out because oh. those kids are raised by three man babies, yeah. And they're probably not gonna <laughs> say that they're not gonna grow up well, but I'm just not watching the show they're on. <laughs> uh, Fuller House now in its fourth se- inexplicable fourth season. What's wow, wrong with you God, guys?
2: Crazy, Wow.
0: And sitcom and sitcoms you might like. This was a cool find from Sarah. Yes. On the twenty fifth.
2: So Golden Girls has like every time I do research into an episode, I'm like, damn, they are always ahead of the curve on stuff. And I really oh, appreciate yeah. them. So this one's called High Anxiety. I'd like to also note that is the 20th episode of the fourth season. Mm-hmm. Hey yo. Mm-hmm. Um, sex number. But it is revealed in this episode that Rose has been Using prescription pain pills for 30 years.
0: And this is unbeknownst to
2: her roommates. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, totally crazy. Uh, so we pulled a little clip from it because it just blew my mind that they they did this.
1: Bessie wasn't a mule, she was a big fat lady who pulled (laughs) fast. For God's
3: sake. What about tractors? Well, come on, Blanche, if she was too old to pull a plow, how could she ever pull a plow? Anyway, we had to till the soil, so I volunteered to pull the plow and I hurt my back. How long have you been taking these pills? I guess around 30 years.
1: 30 years. years? Rose, I doubt that your doctor wanted you to take those things for 30 years.
3: What makes you such a medical expert? The doctor prescribed those pills, and I only take them when I need them. Have you ever considered the possibility that you might be dependent on them? Are you calling me an addict? Well, I really resent that. You think I can't do without those?
1: Here, you take them. Oh, come on, Rose.
3: No, I insist. I mean, obviously you don't believe me. I think this is the best way to prove it.
0: And yes, yeah. later that night she's rooting through the cabinets and it's a ser- oh, <laughs> semi-serious yeah. episode of The Golden Girls yeah. for something we're talking about now. And then
2: later yeah. in the episode she goes to rehab for 30 days mm-hmm. and comes wow. back. Yeah, it's It is nuts. heavy and really like, wow, Golden Girls was just such a great show, so ahead of its time. Just especially relevant now with the opioid crisis that we're in. This has been going on for that <laughs> long. I mean, it's... Wow, what a crazy, awesome episode for them to put out.
0: Yeah, for real. Yeah. Jesus. And uh, on SNL that same night, Mary Tyler Moore hosts with a special guest, musical musical guest, Elvis Costello, his return uh, to SNL after a 12 year ban. Uh, Mm. And one of the very few guests that are mostly musical guests that are banned. Mm. I think there's like Adrian Brody, Steven Seagal, uh, the replacements. (laughs) And who else? Who am I forgetting? Um, So
2: why was he banned, though?
0: Because uh, we played a clip on it from this show because it was referenced in one of my favorite things that you can't find anywhere, the SNL 25th anniversary. Mm. Um, But Elvis Costello was supposed to play a certain song that both the record company and Saturday Night Live had agreed upon. Mm -hmm. And he Mm -hmm. he fought it, he fought it, he fought it, and he lost. And you're playing this song, and he's like, no, I want to play this song. And so in the middle of the song he's supposed to play, he says, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, there's just really no reason to hear this song tonight. And he just busts into radio, radio. Yeah. The song, by the way, that everybody fucking knows now. Yeah. But that song was like, it was, it had bite in the 80s. Uh, yep. It was- con-
3: about corporate radio telling you what you can hear what you can think. Yeah. Oh, it, wow. It, Mad. It, it, it's
0: It's a fantastic, cheery song about like corporate consumerism. And yep. both SNL and his agents had told him no and- and you break a rule on Lauren Michaels like that and you, you get banned but mm-hmm. like you know you can always come back especially if you're Elvis Costello and,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, who knew he was going to last that long but he comes back after 12 years and he's been back several times since so mm. good on you Elvis uh, here's ooh, here's something I wish I knew more about because I've loved almost every episode I've seen of a show that debuts this week in 1989 on the 26th Happy Birthday Father of March such a weird theme song <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Quantum Leap, like...
2: Love the theme.
0: Kind of a phenomenal conceit to do a yeah. Twilight zone yes. show every week, but with a through line. Yeah. Uh, Scott Bakula is unstuck in time. I don't know if that's the tagline. But uh, he, what, Scott Bakula wakes up every episode as a in the body of a different person? Mm-hmm. And right. He's a-,
3: he's a scientist experimenting with stuff, time travel, mm-hmm. and, yeah, he goes... To within it's supposed to be within his own lifetime only, so that you know limits the card the the costume budget. Um, <laughs> yeah, jumps into the body of someone else. Everyone else sees the other person, but it's, it's him inside it. Mm-hmm. And he's got to fix some sort of problem before he can move on. What and then he moves concept. on to some other body. So it's an anthology show. Every week you're going to get a different story. Like, shoo, he lands and he's in this black guy. And oh no, there's cops outside. It's the Watts riots. So oh shit. Yeah. And then he's over here now and he's gotta like help this farmer. Like it was so much fun. I I am I
0: am shocked this is one of the things they haven't brought back multiple times. Why?
2: not try to do that kind of recently i have to assume
0: they've they've tried maybe i just haven't seen it but Mm -hmm. like this seems like a concept people would be dying to revisit unlike Mm -hmm. fucking night Rider, which they've rebooted like four times yeah Yeah. so like quantum leap where's our quantum leap remake i think that could be super fucking cool get on it jordan peele you're the only guy who can do it (laughs) now
2: you're the only one we trust
0: yeah
3: yeah but this is the big hit for uh, Don Belisario, who ended up going off to do uh, JAG and NCIS. And so he owns television still. Oh, ah, yes. Okay. But you know, he started off with this this weirder, you know, sci fi sort of concept, which is it was just fun. And sometimes there were like through lines where it's like, like he ends up and he has to save this kid and then he jumps again. And it's like, oh, the kid's all grown up. But now he has to do another thing. But it's like the same characters. Like oh, wow. every now and then there'd be something like that. But usually it was just sort of bouncing around. He's got a problem. Dean Stockwell's there to help him. Dean Stockwell's hilarious, and yeah, this is just a fun show. I I don't know where you can watch it now. I didn't. It didn't really go into syndication that much. It
0: hit ninety seven episodes out of the magic oh, one hundred yeah. after Dang. five seasons. You but can s-
3: squeeze three Christmas specials it, out. <laughs>
0: it was on Sci Fi Channel for a real long time before <laughs> mm. they threw the Y's yeah, in there. Yeah,
3: that's a good place to put it. It was sort of it was pretty popular but it is sort of like a nerd it, it's the nerds are the ones that have held it, on to it I
0: know and I feel that that's so crazy because every time I watch an episode of it like other than the premise there is nothing sci-fi about any of these episodes uh-uh. like, not really yeah. at all like yeah. it, it, it should work for everybody and yeah, baffled they haven't tried this again in a big in a big way because God could you get some cool guest stars now mm-hmm. and make the Ooh. show mostly political come on it could be super fun which they did every once in a while but that yeah. oh no that is not it for television <laughs> because there's a TV movie that airs on the twenty seventh called with Barbara Eden and Hector Elizondo and David Kaufman called Your Mother Wears Combat Boots yeah which I remember the what? tail end of that being a, an insult people right. would scream at one another
2: now I'd be like your, your mom's cool yeah yeah she's Antifa. yeah <laughs> mm.
0: that's why she does that <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah that that TV movie airs on NBC and we don't know anything about it I can um, give
2: you a quick rundown oh, that uh, Barbara oh, Eden's son David Kaufman. Uh, goes off to college and then ha- about halfway through his first year decides, no, instead he wants to enroll in the military, I think the army, and uh, doesn't tell her. And so she finds out. And as part of- Going the- off
0: to army, mother. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so she tracks him down and finds him and poses as an AWOL soldier uh basically takes someone I- someone's identity and uh decides to also enlist so she can be part of his life still. Sounds like a real nightmare
1: <laughs> situation. What?
0: Oh and I just I just uh real quickly breezed the derivation of the insult. Ah. It was a nineteen forties put down when mm-hmm. uh you were poor because they had plenty of combat boots in supply following World War Two. Meant you cool. were baroque, so you okay. had to take government shoe oh, handouts. All right. all right, mother wears I combat see. boots. It is—it's not shockingly to me a butch lesbian thing. That's—that's that's mm. really what I thought it meant. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
2: I thought. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: And there you go. Huh. See, that's what happens. I'm a '90s kid. I thought immediately Doc Martens, and boom. Uh, yeah. But games of uh, 1989. Let's just say game. Uh, you can see us play this on the on our YouTube channel, youtubecom laser time, several times. Friday the 13th, the video game. No, not the one you're playing right now on your PS4, PC, or Xbox Ones. Uh, The LJN one that was confusing as shit until I met a magical man named Dave Rudden who co-hosted Elm Street Nightmare Season 2 where we talked all about the Friday the 13th series on Patreon.com slash right now. Uh, The game doesn't tell you in any way how to play it, but it makes total sense once you understand the logic of the jason universe Hmm. your campers wandering around a campground in jason is out there somewhere there are little hints there's it doesn't mention this in the manual there's no tutorial but uh obviously you're a camper so you can't really kill jason but there's ways to get away from it and eventually kill him but it was so maddening because like it was just this non-linear random thing where jason shows up and kills a bunch of your campers but mm-hmm. Dave knows how to play it. <laughs> wow. It's it's he's paid enough attention. He knows it's not he knows it's Friday the 13th. Uh but yeah, check out that stream uh youtube.com/lasertime. In addition to tons of streams of the new games where 5-year-old children scream into microphones and are playing this M-rated game for some reason in the middle of the day. Oh my. Uh,
1: 1989
0: music. Uh March 22nd through the 28th we got some new releases. Uh make them die slowly by White Zombie. White Zombie was around in the 80s. Huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, brain Drain by the Ramones, the Ramones, the I know. Uh, Larger Than Life by Jody Watley and Alana Miles' self title debut.
2: You know what song comes from, that Alana Miles self title uh, debut. We'll get to it. Oh. It's going to hit number one. Oh, man. I love that song. I love that song so much.
0: <laughs> man, I don't know what you guys are talking about, but I can't wait to know. <laughs> uh, it will go out with uh, Living Years by Mike and the Mechanics because oh, that the is song, number too. one. Uh, so stay right so there
2: So cheesy The song is so cheesy it's, We get
0: all the best cheese in this segment
2: I remember But I mean it also It'll get you The mm-hmm. song will really sneak no. up on you I don't know I had to I remember in 7th grade for English class We had to oh, diagram Because uh, you guys Songs are just poems set to music What? Wow. Yeah So we had to pick a song And like diagram it And that was the one I chose In 7th grade oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't have a ton of friends y'all
0: you did you had mike and however many mechanics and that's what'll take us and into my the 90s. dad obviously <laughs> so enjoy, enjoy sarah's sadness and we'll be right back next time you see us we'll be in 1999 so stay right there so Nobody knows more than me that we're all getting older. And there is some visual drawback to that. Of course, I'm talking about losing your hair. It sucks. And two out of three guys will experience hair loss by the time they're 35. Oh, to be 35 again. Anyway, uh, that is where keeps comes in the easiest and most affordable way to keep the hair you have these fda approved products used to cost so much but now thanks to keeps they're finally inexpensive and easy to get got five minutes and ten bucks hey a hair loss solution is within your reach Getting started with Keeps is easy. Sign up takes less than five minutes to do. Just go to their intuitive website and answer a few questions and snap some photos of your hair. A licensed physician will review your information online and recommend the right treatment for you and then will ship you what you need right to your door every three months. What are they shipping me? Well. Keeps offers generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. Some of you have probably tried them before, but you've never gotten them at this price. Keeps costs only $10 to $35 a month. I know I was paying more than twice that 10 years ago. Plus, Keeps gives you your first month for free. From experience, I can tell you that it's one hell of a deal to keep your hair. To receive your first month of treatment for free, Go to keeps.com slash laser. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash L-A-S-E-R. That's a free month of treatment at keeps.com slash laser. Keeps. Hair today. Hair tomorrow. black, you
1: there. take you there. Black, 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 black.
0: Coming in with "Take Me There" by Blackstreet and Maya off Blackstreet's. Finally, is it, this is from Blackstreet's album. Then,
1: mm-hmm.
3: right?
0: Not last year's the Rugrats movie.
3: It's from both because it I, was released as a right. Rugrats single or single wow. ahead of Rugrats, and now it's on Blackstreet's. Album. Right,
0: it's on their album, and I'm only shocked by that because I thought I had the only mention of the Rugrats movie in this episode. But oh, Blackstreet, you win again uh but new releases in 1999 that's where we are people march 28th to 20 uh 22nd to 28th uh, we have new releases including elton john and tim rice's aida the concept album uh that was it was a concept album before the stage production yeah yep. assuming tim rice was there written for the stage uh give yourself a hand by the crash test dummies <laughs> uh that's, <laughs> that's your welcome <laughs> Uh, no way to be human by Switchfoot and uh, Red Voodoo by Sammy Hagar. Tonight by Silk and Wisconsin Death Trip by Static X. Do we have Static X in two episodes in a row?
1: Yeah.
0: That's what we call prolific. R.I.P. Dan Static or whatever your name is. Uh, but of course, Believe by Cher. Still number one. Still number one.
3: Song is still number one.
0: I mean, this song will not go away for months. Yeah. Oh, it gets annoying, but I'm happy to hear it now. Uh, Forces of Nature is still number one at the box office, and that means we got to talk Why? about... <laughs> Why?
2: <laughs> I don't... Yeah.
0: I mean, compared to everything else that came out this week, that has <sighs> the broadest yeah. appeal, unless you want to watch
3: yeah, I guess. Guy
0: Pierce force-fed his friends. Yeah.
3: That's uh, um, okay.
0: But yeah. March- <laughs> the
3: date movie, Ravenous, right? March 22nd right. through yeah. the 28th,
0: 1999. Force of Nature is unstoppable. It's a force of nature. Uh, a Real message in a bottle. No, that was... That was from a few weeks ago. Hmm. Uh, No, there's new movies out, and they're all not good. Um,
1: Nope.
0: The Mod Squad. Jesus. Uh, Giovanni Ribisi, Omar Epps, Claire Danes, misinterpreting the 70s kitsch uh, movement of the brady bunch movie we have a mod squad movie is
1: this all the cops do sit around in cars waiting
0: <laughs> we can go get some donuts no guns you think this is a joke you're policemen now no badges these kids can get into a thousand places that we can't no limits hey why
1: does she always get to be the prostitute would you shut up <laughs> oh. Squad. Damn it! Where'd you get that from? Dude, it's my dad. Rated R.
0: Ooh, Mod Squad. <laughs> this is 21 Jump Street from the 70s.
3: Yeah. Yep, and, exactly. And Dennis Farina.
0: Dennis Farina is a stone cold uh. cap. Again. Uh just that like I remember hearing this as a punchline from stand-ups. I never saw this in reruns. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even have had any idea that it was a pre-existing thing if not for that. But it's a remake of a 70s show. That's all out nineties as shit. It's it is cute. so fucking nineties.
3: So nineties. So I don't know why, but there's a local channel around here that runs the 70s <laughs> mod squad like Sunday afternoons. Really? Oh wow. So I have caught I've caught some like pretty recently, and it's fun as hell because it is so 70s. Every car is a football field log <laughs> everything is brown. So brown and the pants are so tight and the shoes are so stacked, and and no, I love
0: it. Nobody can like the stage because of the size of everyone's hair.
3: But uh, I, yeah, it's hilarious. It's just a pretty average-ass cop show, but it's, you know, it's time capsule, so it's fun. This has no point to exist, and I don't know why they bothered calling it still the Mod Squad, because mod is not exactly a term that we used in 99. Nope. Mm-hmm.
0: You could have called it anything, and people still probably wouldn't have seen it. Yeah. Uh, and ooh, all right, now it's time to get controversial. <laughs> Get ready, Lonnie okay. because I'm going to throw some shade. Uh, out this week, March 28th through the 29th, 29th March 22nd to the 28th, Doug's first movie. Legend has told of a monster in Lucky Duck Lake. Something bad behind me isn't there. Can Doug face his biggest adventure oh, ever?
2: It's
1: not scary at all.
0: Can Doug save the dance from the evil
2: guys out to destroy the monster of Lucky Duck Lake? And tell Patty Mayonnaise how he really feels?
3: Oh, man!
0: All your questions will be answered in Doug's first movie. Rated G. Start- Ooh, Doug's oh first movie. I love Doug.
3: Me too.
1: The
0: uh, okay. Nickelodeon show. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
0: somewhere after what, 1993, Disney bought Jumbo Pictures, Jim Jenkins. Jumbo, the the guy who created he bought his studio that made makes Doug. Mm. And Nickelodeon's mm-hmm. Doug became Disney's Doug. They aged all the characters up, changed all the voices, kicked Billy West out uh fred newman got to stick around if you're a jesus prairie home companion fan i didn't even know this until recently the the voice of skeeter and all the sound effects and the music and the transitions because all the all the music is like spoken word oh yeah 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 and then when they flash back he someone goes
1: oh my god and that's the guy who
0: does the sound effects on prairie home companion okay and he's the voice of skeeter he's the only one stuck around but like they changed the character models. They aged them up a little bit. They cut everybody's hair, gave them different clothes, and aired on Saturday morning. You when I wants that, yeah, I was still kind of ready to watch cartoons at like other times of the day, but mm. not Saturday morning. So there's like half of Doug's existence I have no knowledge of, mm. and that's what the, that's where this movie came from as a straight to video film that they had no inkling of putting in theaters until the Rugrats movie kicked the shit out of the box uh. office and it got mm-hmm. elevated up to theatrical status. Never saw it. And I I, I I didn't mean it like yeah, I guess I didn't have much shade to throw, but uh, I did not like this version of Doug. But then again, I was uh driving and smoking, so like Doug didn't have a lot of appeal to me at that age in general. But it's just so weird there's like two different factions of Doug.
3: That is strange. Yeah. Hmm.
0: The next there's there's a T and G of Doug. I don't like it. But with all the well, same characters. I...
3: I have no skin in this game because I was in college and I never mm-hmm. watched Doug so would you like me to like broker the peace summit? Yes! yes
0: that would be please. great. Please pick okay. a good location. I'm dying to get out of the, the state for a little while. Uh, uh, I
3: was thinking the Korean DMZ. <laughs> sure. I'm in. Loser has to live in North Korea. Oh boy. I, whatever.
0: Could be worse. She's wise. I'm alone. A lot <laughs> Fine. Uh, in this movie, I, I don't know why I was always really mean to this movie because I thought it ripped off the Truman Show.
3: Yeah, me too. Uh-huh. But, I'm, but no, it did not.
0: It, it, it's impossible. It's a parallel thought. Of course, everyone's seeing the rise of reality show programming. Of course, they're going to want to do something like this. So, and uh, Ron Howard did. Uh, Alan DeGeneres, Dennis Hopper, Elizabeth Hurley, Woody Harrelson, Jenna Elfman, and Matthew McConaughey and Ed TV. Ed
1: was an ordinary guy who agreed to put his life on TV. Morning. mad. 24 hours a day. Now, I... We are go for sex, people. Oh. oh, The whole world can't stop watching. Oh, this just keeps getting better, doesn't it? From the producer of Liar Liar, Ed TV, a new Ron Howard comedy. The guy hasn't had sex in six weeks. What, like we have? Rated PG
3: or T.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah, I do.
3: Haters gonna hate.
0: I do think, and this is, we're in the 99 segment. What show would you watch, The Truman Show or Ed TV?
3: Mm.
0: And I'd probably say Ooh. Ed TV. Yeah, probably. I,
3: I think so, yeah. too.
0: I think there's, there's something it's icky. A there's controlled
3: some... environment. He's and... a regular guy just out mm-hmm. in San Francisco as opposed to being this hyper-controlled environment. Yes. Like the Truman Show.
0: Having icky, icky contractual sex with his slave wife, Laura Linney. Uh,
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just it,
0: uncomfortable to think about because it does. they do mention it in the yeah. movie. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, does she get like a SAG bonus for that? I mean, is that part of the union contract? All they
0: say is that they turn the lights out. We never see anything. So either nothing's happening for Truman or it's like a... A stunt person. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Oh, Try God. not
2: to think about it. Try not to think that about it. That brings in some horrific implications uh-huh. as
1: well. Hey, uh-huh.
3: Where does he get the idea of what does he know of sex? Maybe she's told him that sex is something else and he have nowhere that's else to it. That's what I was thinking. Think what, if that's true? I think that's the safest you way know, place to land there. Yeah, it turns out you make a baby by I hand you this flashlight and I put in <laughs> earplugs and I go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds great. Uh,
0: yeah, we're men. You we can probably get away with that. That's probably fun. Yeah.
3: Look, like, the Truman Show has, has a lot heavier philosophical questions than EdTV does. Yeah, that's I true. I can imagine. I that's can true. imagine.
0: That's true.
3: You,
2: just, you guys just keep living.
0: Yeah. On camera. Yeah. J.K.L. And ladies, if you don't want to do a turn of the lights, warm up a watermelon, just throw it in the bed. That's how you do it. <laughs> then, that's, uh,
3: don't throw it too hard yeah, <laughs> yeah don't throw it too hard and also how yeah, i've had do some you accidents a microwave that big
0: <laughs> you gotta use the oven baby oh um
3: oh yeah so whatever it's a romantic comedy where and then you know he's on camera all the time and then he falls in love and he uh, then he ditches the camera crew at the end woody harrelson plays matthew mcconaughey's brother which just makes true detective weird 15 years later yeah. oh does it yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Because wow. they're both they're both sort like, of they're, they're, like Woody Harrelson's just an uglier version of Matthew McConaughey anyway.
2: Mm, yeah, true. kinda. It's true. Yeah. They I mean, seem like they could be brothers. Oh, too. they totally seem like they could and, be brothers.
0: Uh, and it's so weird because at this point, I was sick of Matthew McConaughey. I came yeah. around. I came 20 around years to, ago. twenty yeah, uh-huh. twenty years ago. Uh-huh. Like, time to kill. Two years. Two to four years. I was sick of Matthew McConaughey. And I didn't think he was a good person to lead a comedy even though now I think it's a brilliant idea.
2: He's cyclical. Yeah. Like we go in phases yeah. with Matthew McConaughey. He gets he gets oversaturated. He goes away for a little while or he does some prestige thing. We like him again. He gets saturated again. Dude, what? Mm. A, sorry. I
0: glance ahead at television of 1999. Yeah. March 22nd to the 28th, um, from the Who Asked for This Files. Yes,
2: yes. <laughs> a Ally
0: McBeal special called The Life and Trials of Ally McBeal. I'm guessing a clip show with cast interviews hosted by Bill Maher.
3: Why does Who? he keep popping up on this show? I don't know. Who he was asked for this? Her. Yeah. He was Are they of- in the avocado jungle of death? <laughs> I mean, it's the only way None I of this it.
0: makes any sense because he would have been an ABC at this point. So, like, why is he even here? Why yeah, but he's probably
2: just a big fan
0: that I don't think he's a big fan of anything but smugness,
2: well, Alan mm. Beale's kind of a smug right. move or smug show right,
0: that makes sense I bet he's friends with david Kelly
2: oh uh, also that that's probably what's going on
0: yeah uh but that airs on the twenty second on twenty fourth this God damn it, I feel like this <laughs> this this spawned a bunch of jokes that kids won't get from like the fucking critic mm-hmm. or uh I don't know comedy of this era. On the 24th of March, uh, the show called the show. It's like you know debuts, and that's the title. And I wish I could have found a promo for this because I remember there'd be promos for this, like in between, like fucking home improvement or Mm -hmm. something. And like they could never nail how the promo guy was supposed to say it. It's like you know, and like his voice would crack, or like Mm. it's like (laughs) you know, and like you could tell like somebody gave him a note. Uh That's not how you say the title. Then why title it this? Why title it? Something in a way where you have to say it correctly. Yeah. It's like, you know. I,
2: I like to I, I like to conceptualize a list mm-hmm. of things that are named things that are confusing. <laughs> and this would be on it. It's like, you know. Yeah. it? the candy bar.
0: Oddly, would have been a good name for Seinfeld. Yeah.
3: It's like, <laughs> yeah. you know. It's like, yeah. you know. No, I think it's a bad name for anything. It is. It truly is. Yeah, I
0: concur. The Come Who,
3: the band. On. These are all confusing yeah. names for things. Oh, but no. Are you confused between the Who and the Guess Who? Also, that so you know that there's a band <laughs> called Guess Who because that's just to fuck with you. Yeah. Anyway, it's and like also you know, the band had Jennifer Grey on it as herself. Also, the band the band. <laughs> <laughs> mm.
0: You really need to see this Animaniacs clip I got for you. It's really good.
3: Oh yes, that's like one of my favorite things ever.
0: It's really good. I'm gonna oh, make sure okay. to show it as, as a child. I
3: was I was getting all these jokes and I was blown away by. Oh, my God, the Animaniacs are doing a who's on first thing with all these 60s bands. At Woodstock. Are- oh, my and, God. And literally
0: at the end of the bit, that's like three minutes, uh, they manufacture their own applause because they deserved it. It's- I'd be
3: very into <laughs> yeah. that. It's like, do you see the band on the stage? No. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: who is the band on stage? No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm very into that. Yes, I do. The name of
0: that. the band is <laughs> who? Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: Yes?
3: No yes, yes, the band isn't on stage.
0: yes no, yes is in here. Yes is not here. No, yes is not here. It's a really good bit. <laughs> Really good bit. Speaking of great comedies, um, e- yeah, e- I, I'm so I'm so happy to have two of my favorite shows debut in one week. Yeah, I didn't I didn't I didn't even realize because actually I was not into this show till much later. Mm. I got mm-hmm. it on an eBay bootleg uh, that I purchased with the help of uh, your husband Sarah, mm-hmm. trying to get every episode of Mr. Show because when Mr. Show times were good for Mr. Show, they had a deal to help produce another show. Uh, so they chose somebody who had guest starred in a lot of the first season, of Mr. Show, Jack Black and his buddy Kyle Gass mm-hmm. to make a uh, show out of tenacious D. And it was in the Adult Swimmy format. like every episode was uh, about 11 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are very few of them. You can watch them all. I think they're all less th- they're all on YouTube and it takes you less than an hour to watch. and I think they're fucking beautiful. They're live action yep. cartoons with silly songs and they're just great. That's awesome. Paul F. Tompkins oh. looking very put out. Oh, all,
3: oh my God, it's all coming around another HBO show I we need to talk about later. I know. It's an with odd book. An
0: and bookin'. two guys
3: with guitars. Yep. Oh my God. Because
0: yes. HBO canceled this pretty abruptly, and I'm uh, I'm pretty sure they live to regret it. Because there was a time mm-hmm. when Tenacious D was fucking huge. They like when MTV was still a thing, they had like the number one video on MTV, and HBO's like, yeah, we had him. We had Tenacious D. Uh, but I just had a little clip of the first episode Maybe it's called Inspirato I can't remember It's all about them trying to write a new song And back in the days of Napster When I would download stupid sound clips And have them open up my computer uh, This this was for some reason one of them Tenacious D trying to figure out a song
3: Let's kick it I'll say
1: kick it And you'll just kick it with a tasty groove Okay, One, two, three, kick it Kick it, come on! God damn it! God, Kyle, put you one-time kick it. What the fuck,
0: Jack? Don't put it all on me.
1: I've been sitting here waiting. Okay, we've got a crucial clutch cargo gig coming up, Kyle. You cocksucker!
0: sucker. <laughs> and this oh is God, like... God, I love it. I think is has high fidelity out yet.
1: Yeah, I remember
0: bringing, I was able to bring like yes. every episode of the season yes. one of Tenacious D, a tape of that around to everyone's house and blow people's minds. Like, mm-hmm. who the fuck is this guy? It like, Jack Black. He's probably going to be really famous someday. I went and saw Tenacious D and Erlandi. Uh I was yeah. obsessed oh, with Tenacious D. We
3: got D. high fidelity next year. Yeah. Right. So like
0: no one really yeah. knew who this guy was. But like, uh, again, I had these bootleg eBay, eBay tapes and they found every piece of footage with Jack Black and Kyle Gass that they mm. from every movie they've ever been in they were part of Tim Robbins actors game so they're like everything Tim Robbins ever did mm-hmm. is uh, like Jack Black and or Kyle Gass is in mm-hmm. uh, most Are notably you? Bob Roberts Jack Black playing a very young yeah. obsessed I... with a folk guitar and for
3: some reason biodome biodome they're both <laughs> they're both
0: in biodome uh, for some reason The Cradle Will Rock or one of those movies they're both in that mm-hmm. they're probably ventriloquist and something else but this is all before anybody knows who Jack Black is or Tenacious D is but uh, Tenacious D was so good aired on the HBO Love right it. after Mr. Show and it was goddamn delicious and it was uh, too good for this world I hope that DVD is yep. still out there where you can buy all of them um, yeah I
3: know I have it uh, I did not realize that their releasing pattern was so weird I thought it was just well yeah there's like six episodes and they just came out and then it, they were gone and they did something else but it was like Two episodes, and then like a year later, like three more, and then a year later, like two more. It, it feels so it technically it's like three years for six episodes. It, it wow. feels
0: really bizarre in a, in a Netflix world that like HBO is this fucking cautious. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. you get no longer than 20 minutes spread right. over four episodes. We're not made of money. Uh, that's so weird. Like, if you have a commitment, commit HBO, damn it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But also out this week, not as good, but I like talking about Norm Macdonald. Did a whole laser Time episode about it, and you should yeah. listen to it, because uh, we talked about this show briefly, The Norm Show. Norm gets his own sitcom on uh, ABC, Yay. where he plays a social work, uh, a, a, hockey, a disgraced hockey player who mm-hmm. is doing social work as community service, oh, a no. very short-lived sitcom premise. Oh, no. <laughs> and just a dumb clip from it, because I like Norm, but it's very, very sitcomy. First episode.
1: Well, you know, you understand why you're seeing a social worker, don't you? Because you're lonely? Yeah, lonely. That's a good one. That's pretty funny there, Billy. Actually, I am lonely, Billy, but... uh, The thing is, that's not why you're here. You shoplift it. So? So, it's a crime, and your foster family doesn't know what to do about it. Wait a second. You're Norm Henderson, the hockey player. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're with the Oilers. Right, right. So... Billy, you should understand, then, that just like in hockey, there are penalties and rules. Didn't you get arrested for uh, gambling and tax evasion? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, that was very complicated there, Billy. Uh, You know, I didn't get the forms at the right address. You cheated and got kicked out of hockey for life. Why should I listen to you? Well, for one thing, you don't want to do five years of community service as a damn social worker. That's why. why
0: Uh Ah, there we go. Opening, we even have the premise, right? Wrapped up in a tight little package. I love you, Norm MacDonald, but not on every aspect.
3: Of you. Yeah. I, I never bothered with this because I knew they'd rein him in. He yeah. can't be as filthy as he wants to be. So uh,
0: No way we can get enough crack whore prostitute jokes on the, on ABC yeah. at this hour.
3: Or, or him just yelling about, I quit smoking. Joe Campbell looks like a cack. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, TV movie out on the 26th of March. Uh, the Confession.
3: Oh, uh, ben? this looks so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: ben Kingsley, Amy Irving, and Alec Baldwin in the convention
1: one is a man of conscience i want to take responsibility to honor my son the other is a man without one i don't go
3: into court to lose what sane man would not want to take revenge on people who caused his son to die what
1: sane man would want to serve a hard time if he didn't have to but the toughest case this lawyer has ever tried to win is the one his client wants to lose i want to plead guilty you want to be a martyr? I want to be a good man. No, the only way. Okay,
0: okay, I. What's happening here? <laughs> good Lord, I hate serious Alec Baldwin. Uh, yeah, me too.
3: very, very, very serious. So Ben Kingsley's son was really sick, and he rushed into to the hospital. And the doctors ignored him, and the son died. So Ben Kingsley killed a bunch of the doctors. Oh my. Mm. And now he's like, yeah, I want to go to jail. Going to jail is rad. But I don't know why he's got, you know, jerk face Alec Baldwin as his lawyer being like, hey, I'm wearing cool suits and I'm a hot guy. I'm going to get you off. See? He's like, no, I'm Ben Kingsley and I seem to be medicated. I'm barely talking. Uh, No, I just can I just plead guilty and go to jail, please? I feel like like. why Baldwin
2: needs to just get it together, and he's either—if he's gonna be skinny, he can be serious. If he's going to be not skinny, he can be funny. Those are the rules of Alec Baldwin, mm. and he is <laughs> he's right in between. Then he's yeah. like—he's—he's he's veering into the the not skinny end of the spectrum here.
0: Ooh, oh boy. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, did too much looking into this. Tom Snyder, <laughs> kids. Mm-hmm is uh, replaced on CBS's Late Late Show with Craig Kilborn. He, sci- Tom Snyder, it, it's weird. Usually there's a bit of a transitional period where somebody goes off the air, they take a couple months, and then they bring the new show back on. This was a weak transition. Like, hmm. next week, yep. Craig Kilborn is on to replace Tom Snyder, who is someone... It shows how much power David Letterman had. Because there's n- nothing against Tom Snyder. I just don't know fuck about him. Yeah. He was very... He's, he he, was, he, a, he he's, was
3: more popular in the 70s. He's a very sort of... Genial, gentle interviewer he's guy. An, he's Seems an acquired like your dad's taste. Best friend. He's, he's, he's,
0: okay. he's an acquired taste. Letterman loved him. Got to pick the the person who went on after him and chose Tom Snyder because he loved his show. I think not on like, who's that? Oh fuck, who's that guy with the blonde hair uh, who does all the interviews? Uh, uh, sometimes smoking Dick Cavett. Ah,
1: uh, yeah, Dick Cavett. Like
0: Dick yeah. Cavett, who we should call the creator of podcasts mm-hmm. because all he does is sit there and mm-hmm. talk to someone for one hour. And so did Tom Snyder. And like. There wasn't. It's odd to think that television couldn't accommodate that, but that's what Tom Snyder was doing. It clearly didn't fly in the '90s. CBS wanted something hipper, newer. Took the host of the Daily Show, hired him on, and I tried to get Tom Snyder's goodbye, but it is so fucking old timey, heartfelt in thanking like every single member of the fucking cast and crew, <laughs> no. like uh, it, like two camera and one take. It's boring to listen to, but he's dead, so I, he's not going to get that insult. Uh, no. Probably a good guy. TV movie on the 28th, The Devil's Arithmetic. <laughs>
2: Oh boy. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) Devil's
0: arithmetic.
2: I'm pretty sure I read this book in fifth grade.
3: Right. So I was not familiar with this book, but I saw that title and then it's got Kirsten Dunst and Brittany Murphy and guessing what age they are back then, like their early teens, mid teens. So I was like, okay, so this is going to be like, uh, you know, two girls kill an abusive stepdad kind of thing? No. No. No, 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 no. Kirsten Dunst is being a little bitch at Passover. And the next thing you know, she's in a death camp. Whoa. Yep. Yeah. She basically movie. time travels to like Nazi occupied Poland. And then her and her family get shipped off to a death camp. And uh, then she realizes the true meaning of Passover. I guess she realizes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Her family yeah. has seen some shit.
0: Thanks
2: to
3: and the, she should be nicer to them.
0: Thanks to the devil's. Time travel miscalculation. I'm sorry, did he show his work? Uh, what, where's his? Honestly, come I can't in?
2: remember where the title comes from. Mm. I imagine it has something uh, to do with like calculating, a bunch of yeah, how to kill a yeah. bunch of people. Uh, yeah, I just I remember reading the book, I don't remember much else about it, but it was definitely on, I think, some required reading lists for elementary
3: schools.
0: Mm. Not okay. enough, not Good. enough, mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> yeah, not enough.
0: But uh, I would love to talk it's more about such
3: a fucking downer <laughs> compared to I think the biggest show we want to talk about. Right,
0: else. I would love to talk more about this. But I know if you want to see hear me go in depth, I think I did it. It might be in the Talking Simpsons free feed, but we talked about the first episode of Futurama on the Talking Simpsons feed. Futurama fucking debuts on March
3: twenty eighth. Yeah, Really, finally, it's been pushed back so many times.
0: Yeah, it was because of fucking base- baseball being the thing that ruined Futurama. Got cancelled.
3: Well, so yeah, annoying. no, but I mean, like they kept saying, "Oh no, this new show for Matt Groening is going to be out yes. in '97." No, maybe mm-hmm. later. yeah oh, maybe later.
0: But, maybe they, later. Lot, like, and probably,
3: it finally got
0: it. Probably allowed him to take his time. I, I, I it's it's odd to think about the idea that Matt Groening made, a, at the time, a controversial decision. No, no, they're going to look like The Simpsons, but they won't be yellow. Mm-hmm. You can't do this. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can. Yeah. Watch, it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> it we didn't have disenchantment to be like, of course you can do that. Uh, but it, at the time, it was really weird for folks, but set immediately set ratings records for mm-hmm. Fox. But because it aired on Sunday, uh, usually because they had so many animated programs on on Fox at the Mm -hmm. time, that King of the Hill Mm -hmm. and Futurama were kicked to the 7 o'clock hour, meaning if baseball ran long, which that's all baseball
2: does! That's the point of baseball.
0: (laughs) Uh, it preempted Futurama for seasons. So it, like even after Ugh. they canceled the show, you could still watch new episodes of Futurama on Fox for years. Uh, and then it mm-hmm. came out on DVD, was a huge smash, went over to Adult Swim, where both that and Family Guy were reached an entirely new audience who may not have had uh, that that much access to it before or loved it on DVD and just wanted to watch it every night. And it, it I, I loved that period of like the 11 o'clock on Adult Swim when it first started, Futurama and Family Guy are like beating Kimmel and... David Letterman, mm-hmm. like, in the ratings, yep. and they both get new leases on life, but even though Futurama got it on Comedy Central, which I think was kind of an odd fit, and Futurama should still exist, is what I'm saying, and yeah. uh, it's on the Great. Sci-Fi channel now, and it plays a lot, and I had the, oh, yeah. uh, and the cast is still really fun with one another, mm-hmm. and they they clearly still like the characters, I have a feeling Futurama, we have not seen the end of Futurama it debuts seven years ago, ran for 140 episodes, give or take five seven made for DVD movies. Sorry, uh, seven seasons, 140 episodes, 20 years ago. Uh, give wow. or take a couple oh. straight-to-DVD movies, I mm-hmm. say in air quotes, which are mm. oof, hamstrung together. Three episodes, very hard to watch. Don't like those. Uh, but I, I love everything else about Futurama. And in case you don't know the premise, it is about a man from our time who is <laughs> frozen in time for a thousand years and wakes up in the year 3000, right at the height of y- Y2K panic. And this is uh, Philip J. Fry waking up in the Y3K. future.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. It's the future. My parents, my co workers, my girlfriend. I'll never see any of them again.
0: <laughs> Yahoo! It's so weird. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't love Futurama more than The Simpsons, but like, ev- there aren't any real like weird or bad episodes of Futurama. Like yeah. The Simpsons has a rough first mm. season that's hard to go back to, and Futurama doesn't.
3: Mm-hmm. You can start at the very there's beginning. There's some that are like, yeah, there's some that aren't as good, sure. but there's they're still gonna have a couple good laughs or gags or something in them. Even move, even once you know, even like the strung together movies where it's like this isn't great, but. Well yeah. at least there's one thing in there. But like the yeah. Simpsons. This is, uh, show is so fucking nerdy. It's so yeah. good. That's why I love yeah. it. They have so many freaking science jokes hiding mm-hmm. in the background.
0: I believe uh, Matt Groening had said we we hired exclusively people who would waste their PhDs on writing nerd jokes. And I think God,
2: it sounds like a dream.
0: Numerous people, yeah, mm-hmm. with PhDs and
1: mm-hmm. yeah,
0: literal doctors mm-hmm. writing uh <laughs> writing hypno-toe jokes. Uh, but <laughs> I, lo- I love Futurama. It holds up so well. And unlike The Simpsons, it doesn't have a rough start. And it doesn't have yep. a 10-year lull in the middle <laughs> uh, mm. or anything like that. It's just it's kind of fun beginning to end. And I'm yeah. ha- I really have a good time revisiting it. Uh, I've always wanted an excuse to do more of that. Uh, but Futurama fucking rules. And at this point, it's all well and good. It really yeah. does set Fox ratings records. It com- it's so from good. the guy who made The Simpsons on After The Simpsons. It's well promoted. It has a good time slot. Everybody's watching it. Mm-hmm. People are happy. It's a It's a good time. And so at this point, no need to lament Fox or anything like that.
2: It feels more accessible to me than The Simpsons does. And I'm not exactly sure why. The Simpsons, come hmm. at
0: this point, will come with a lot of like, you gotta love The Godfather. Like, mm. do I? Mm. This is a 30-year-old thing. Like, is it is it going to work for me? Yeah. Uh, but Futurama doesn't come with any of that. And it's yeah. it's silly from the beginning.
2: Well, and I guess... Because, yeah, I, I mean, I started watching it in college mm-hmm. in the early 2000s. And so it doesn't have a lot of baggage that The Simpsons does as far as, like... Because always, I've am always i always wanted to get more into The Simpsons. But mm. I'm always a little bit like, so what's the season I need to start with? And then what's the season mm. I should stop I love with? season like, one. I, I don't just, mean to shit on season one. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's <laughs> always... This is, like, so consistent... Futurama is so consistently mm. good that, like... Basically, yeah. watch any season or any episode from any season. Yeah, man,
3: it's great. Yeah, and it's just so fun that it's a show that's so aware of so much science fiction history and tropes that they do so much with that. And there's so many, even if it's just a dumb pun gag, it's fine, you know. I really like but, the, the Or whole arcs about, you know, stupid stuff with, you know. Going to Mars with the Native American Native Martians mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, doesn't matter, and also t- it's kind of a reference to Giant, and also it's a reference to this over here, and also uh, time yeah, theory where
0: Fry becomes his own grandfather. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> well, and I really also like the way that they treat their characters. They're mm-hmm. all at mm-hmm. heart pretty good, you know. Like they're not. It's, it's not even Bender, like, who's an asshole. Yeah, even Bender right is exactly it's like lovable, pretty good at heart. Like not. Not really terrible characters. Yeah. And like I'm not saying that's how The Simpsons is, but like other animated shows for grown-ups that we've mm-hmm. seen and we're seeing, you know, are not really like that, I would say.
0: But it's it's yeah. it's odd that like there's a lot of heart here. Futurama. There's
2: a lot of heart from there. the first episode. course you were the dog. Okay. <laughs> the Why? People. Why did you bring that up? Why? I was hoping we could get through this without talking you, about from that. The,
0: from the first episode of Futurama, they're setting up the appearance of Mom as like yeah. the big bad, yeah. right? And they clearly get tired of her. And yeah. then and then there's almost no villain in Futurama. It's just that they're all idiots and the world is weird.
2: And they're going on adventures. Yeah,
0: it's fun. It's yeah, it's, nice. it's it's it, it. I don't know. It's Really, really good, and I, I hope I hope there's more Futurama. So I really fucking do. I had more faith of it, faith in it, a few years ago, but I've seen them play less on sci-fi lately, so mm. worry. am uh, But mm. we got to get out of the television shows and into the games. Futurama had a game. There's still one episode buried within that game when it was canceled. There's uh, yeah, there's a game, there, and in between are animated sequences from the original voice cast, and I, it's probably all on YouTube. But real video games that are actually out in this vicinity. Uh, roller coaster tycoon,
1: huh. a famous Ooh. series, yes,
0: where you build your own roller coasters, run your own theme park. How can that not be fun? And uh, back, th- remember, it's 1999. There are no smartphones, so the Neo Geo Pocket Color uh, huh. comes to take on the Game Boy. It's that that is unleashed in Japan uh, this this week. And let's go out with the fucking Futurama theme. God damn, is it fun?
1: Yeah, uh, love that the extended theme. one.
0: Uh, it, sadly, you will not be able to see the public domain cartoon at the end of the song. Uh, that's something I enjoy a yes. lot from the opening. Uh, when we get back, we'll be in the future of 2009. Stay right there, everyone. Would you like exclusive bonus podcast commentaries, and more from the LaserTime Time crew? then we strongly encourage you to support this show on Patreon.com slash LazerTime. It supports not only this show, but all the rest of the LazerTime network. You'll get commentaries, play games with the hosts, see exclusive videos first, and receive an uncut weekly ad-free podcast bonus time. Speaking of which, here's a quick taste. But we, uh, were all ruined by the Leaving Neverland documentary? Hi, I'm Chris. Who is with me? I think we should take it off the air. <laughs> Nobody should see it. At its core... What's really disturbing about this is that it is a very typical story of groupies. Oh, yes. But everyone is six or seven right. years old. yeah. Correct. And that's why it's because he made these kids fall in love with them, and then they fall in love, and he finds someone new, and he mm-hmm. fucks around with them. Oh, it's
1: so no, but like you're saying, it's I mean, so that, that's what
0: makes it even worse, is that he had to jump through the extra hoop of tricking mm-hmm. the kids' families yes, you right. know, in order to, to win their trust. Yeah. And that just yeah. makes it so much more insidious. <laughs> Get Bonus Time, a weekly uncensored and commercial-free podcast every Tuesday, starting for just $5 on patreon.com slash lasertime.
3: this internet and all the ships at sea it's time for diana's classic corner we look even further back in time to see if there's anything worth a watching. and for the week of march 22nd through the 28th oh man yeah serious recommends uh let's start with 75 years ago uh march 24th 1944. uh we saw the first breakout of the great escape with uh 76 british uh, and allied pow's escaping and 50 of them were later found and killed but if you haven't seen the great escape that tends to be like one of the first movies I show people if they've never seen a classic film that it's like, it can kind of bridge the divide in that it, it's got like a modern feel, it's got a lot of characters, it's got a lot of stuff going on, so there's something for everybody in there. So, you, you know, if, if you've always just blanking on whatever it is I'm talking about, blah, 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 old stuff, just watch The Great Escape. It's fun. Then 50 years ago this week, uh, 1969, nice, we've got two real good recommends. A kind of a man-and-a-woman's recommend, even. Uh, we've got 100 Rifles with Burt Reynolds before the mustache, and Jim Brown and Raquel Welch, which is a fun, not-quite-spaghetti western, but it's, it's kind of a spaghetti-ish western. Uh, it's just it's a lot of fun. It's just a fun, you know, Friday night kind of movie. And then uh, two days later, uh, March 28th, we got Bob Fosse's Switch Sweet Charity. <laughs> yeah, kind of hard to argue with. Um, except that it's kind of long. It's a long musical, but... It's never boring. Um, it's got Shirley MacLaine and Cheetah Rivera, Ricardo Montalban being like so freaking suave. It's just a lot of fun. Even if like the length starts to get to you, you know, you can stop and come back to it, but it's got some just incredible 60s jazz dancing. It's like as Fosse as Fosse can get, like even more so than Cabaret, I feel like with the, the choreography, but um, I'm still, I'm so pumped for the Fosse Gwen On FX, so now's the perfect time to study up Uh, 50th anniversary sweet charity. So check it out, and that's it for this week. Stay classic.
0: Coming in with Turning Me On uh, off of In a Perfect World by Carrie Hilson. I'm going to pretend like I've heard those words before. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome to 2009, that's a pretty everyone. good jam. Oh, it's not bad. Just haven't heard it. Uh, that's 2009. We're smack dab in uh, the end of March. March 22nd to 28th. We also have new music releases from uh, Roy Skop. Am I saying that right? Um, junior? Junior? Yes. Uh, approaching normal by blue october hazards of love by the decemberists uh, pray for rain uh, by jim jones son of a preacher man by uh, john rich of big and rich blitz by kmfdm uh, crack the sky by mastodon shine by uh, martina mcbride metamorphosis by papa roach yes by the pet shop boys and next level by ayumi hamasaki Bam! Fucking nailed all that shit. Yeah. Fuck I, all y'all.
3: I had no idea that March was such a busy time for music, but yeah. all this month has just been piles of things. It's got
0: you gotta it's a race to come out with a summertime jam.
3: I oh. really like
1: uh
2: Blue October. And nobody else is like heard of the band or talks about it Wrong. ever? But oh, you really? should talk
0: more. Than the girl I dated that you didn't like because she oh. listened to a lot of Blue October.
2: Really? She did. Is it? I can't. It's one of those things mm-hmm. where nobody else I know have listened to it or heard of it, so I can't tell if it's something That's... I should be embarrassed of or not.
0: <laughs> she's, she's much younger than. <laughs> so well, maybe that, that might
2: be good. an indication, uh, but I don't know what.
0: And uh, yeah, Chrissy didn't care for it, but Right Round by Florida is number one. Uh, <laughs> number one. Uh, March 22nd, 2009 we have a, just a dumb little bit of news uh, maybe teasing laser time this week uh, this week in 2009 Michael Jackson's gloves are on display in Times Square uh, previewing an auction back when people wanted such things and didn't burn them like I might oh, do to my Captain
3: just wait a couple months and they'll suddenly become much more valuable.
0: I Like, I have a Captain EO shirt that I love and not only can no longer oh, wear, I yeah. might set it on fire. I, uh, listen to Laser Time this week, everyone. I,
3: just, I threw
2: away two Michael Jackson shirts today. One of them still has tags on it. And, I just never got around no. to wearing. Let me put it this and way. And that reminded me I have a Captain EO shirt, too, I need to throw away. So.
0: Didn't throw away my Ghost Dad t-shirt. Okay. That one, I feel, can mm. come back.
3: Uh, okay. <laughs> no. Wait, look. No, I'm it, just saying, back in 2009... I mean, people knew things and thought things, but also, well, like I said, in a couple months they will become more valuable. Yeah,
0: in a couple in a couple months, people won't care about allegations and are just sad.
3: Exactly, uh-huh. they'll just remember the good times.
0: Now, in defense of my ghost dad T-shirt, you think there's no appropriate? No, ca- you no, think- I
3: don't want to hear the Hold whatever on. comes out. Hold the, the phone. Sentence.
0: You're gonna like this. Hold the phone. <laughs> okay. Are you ready?
2: A okay. sentence in a vacuum um, is crazy.
0: Uh, I put that on shortest pair of short shorts I can find. And I become uh, the only person at Bill Cosby's funeral, standing there in a Ghost Dad t shirt. (laughs) Come on, you know that's good.
2: Okay. That's a good photo op. It's like one of those Halloween costumes you have to explain constantly.
0: No, it's going to be one of those photo ops that people will be talking about historically forever. Who is the fat old dude uh, out there with the Ghost Dad t shirt? Who's the only, who's who's the fifth person there, the only white guy at Bill (laughs) Cosby's funeral wearing a shirt from his worst movie, which is definitely debatable um hmm. <laughs> you could
3: just say uh you're a diehard hard cindy poitier fan <laughs> especially his directorial ca- career uh, there you right. go
0: yeah i like i like that he got james brown speakers martin Luther Kings. anyway um yeah. anyway movies of 2009 march 22nd through the 28th uh prepare to be underwhelmed no i don't know uh, well sp-
3: just whelmed
0: whelmed spinning whelmed. in the butter is that is that, is that whelmy
3: uh i mean it's a terrible title yes, uh, it it's a stage play adaptation with sarah jessica parker Mckelty williamson beau bridges miranda richardson hey there she is again um <laughs> that i guess is is supposed to be about racism in a smaller town and like, every review is just like oh my god what just uh no no that it was besides being stagey it was a really shallow dopey white person look at, at racism so like, oh okay Never mind We can move on
0: And the Damned United Is that about footy Footy ball
3: Tis
2: Tis I do Tis remember this Tis about footy I kind of remember this too
0: Michael Sheen Jim Broadbent Co-meanie Timothy Spall And the Damned United I did not commit to that accent In
1: 1973 England's most beloved soccer coach Was Don Revy Best manager in the country Don Revy Prepares a file on every game Leaves nothing to chance here, but one man would change everything welcome to Dog. pleasure to meet you i'm brian i have to beat him beat him if it's the last thing i do now the story of a legend
0: this sounds like a movie that can't travel across the pond very easily
3: i don't know i'm charmed it looks pretty didn't didn't do very well over here mm-hmm. did pretty well uh, over there cuz i mean it's it's much more well known as oh, a course. story in the background of all the different teams and what was Brian Cox thing and how mm-hmm. do you even say that because i mean it looks like claug mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. you know pronunciations are weird that way but uh, yeah i mean it looks like a lot of fun where my yeah michael sheen it's the 70s um, he's with peter morgan again mm. they've done something like nine movies together um <laughs> I mean, the writer and uh, yeah, that they're going to go off and, you know, whip this team into shape and no one wants them. They say it can't be done, but he's going to do it. God damn it. Even though it takes everything and stuff. He's a rebel and he'll never, ever be any good. It looks fun. Michael Sheen. I haven't really, gotten around to it, but I am going
2: to watch it. Really lends himself to the 60s and 70s quite well.
0: Yeah. Good sideburns. Yes.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good luck. For
0: uh, also out this week. Uh, the haunting in Connecticut. Virginia Madsen, Kyle Gallner, uh, Martin Donovan, and Elias Cateas.
1: Whatever. It mm-hmm. was the most chronicled supernatural attack in American history. In 1987, the Campbell family moved into a house that was a doorway My God. to the other side. These true events what have, you done to yourself? have never been explained did... until now. Now, we
0: yeah. did a laser time about, what was it, the fraudulent people behind the... <laughs> yeah, know,
2: we did, a, in October, we did a laser time about uh, based on a true story horror movies. Yeah, and that there's, there's I think a this came up in it husband yeah. and
0: wife who perpetrated almost all the basis for modern horror movies and older even older horror yeah, movies. Yeah,
2: a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this one says, based on a true story. It
0: is not. Uh, they
2: always <laughs>
1: yeah. say
0: that. It's based on a couple of... Uh, a couple of grifters. Hucksters. Hucksters.
2: flam men.
0: Uh, listen to that episode because I don't even remember their fucking name. Uh, but they're, they're the people who pretty much, they're, they're who Patrick Wilson is playing in The Conjuring, right?
3: I think so. I think okay. that's the same couple. Is this them or is it just The Conjuring?
0: No, but this has something to do with them. This is either witnessed or chronicled by them, which mm-hmm. is why it's based on a true story because you have all these, you know, disingenuous people out there. Making fake, ha- fa- fake haunting stories into allegedly true stories, and I've been doing it for forty years.
3: Yeah. Um, I think. Oh, I guess this is based on some other dude's book about himself and his family, and then he says, uh, "Actually, maybe not."
0: <laughs> okay, sure. Okay. Right. Cool,
3: cool, cool, Thanks, Just dude. make
0: up a ghost story, man. Oh, wait, fine. nope. The
3: Warrens did show up and the get Warrens, involved. You're that's right. It, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I appreciate the trust, Diana. God, I'm going to hire Sorry. them to haunt you. Uh, <laughs>
3: I thought it was—I was thought of it was more like Amityville horror. that was related to something else, but it's both.
0: It is. It's both. Uh, and to punish yeah. you, I'm going to talk about the WWE production 12 Rounds" Ooh. starring Aiden Gillen, Steve Harris, and John Cena.
3: <laughs> is this Officer Fisher, the New Orleans Police Department? Yeah. How you been?
0: Why the hell are you calling me?
3: It's our anniversary. One year
0: ago, you took what can never, ever be replaced. That was an accident. For that, I am going to take from you.
1: Molly,
3: get out of the house! <laughs> She's not dead. It's a game. The only way to keep her alive, you do exactly what I say when I say it. If you are still standing after all 12
1: rounds, you will have won her back.
0: I'm going to hunt you down and I'm going to kill you. I look forward to that.
1: <laughs> Always thought. Never
2: kind of, say you look forward um, to being killed.
0: I remember I, I saw. It never
3: turns little out Little well. finger. Uh, your <laughs> accent is deplorable. Yeah. I went and
0: saw. I went and saw uh, an Irish movie with Grimmy. Uh, from just mm-hmm. like made in Ireland with all Irish cast and Carchetti's in it. And I'm like, man, his accent is so fake. He's like, actually, that dude is like straight up from Ireland. Yeah. I'm like, he is. Right. And then I listening to this, like, man, your American accent is all over it's the place. So you crazy. are hoskins Husk- well, Hoskinsing this up.
2: That's why he was so good in The Wire is because the Baltimore accent is so crazy yeah. that you could just make up anything. <laughs> yeah. and people are like, okay, I guess that's how I people sound. i a lot sound. of time
0: there and I can't even come close to yeah, doing Yeah,
2: it. it's a weird one. <laughs>
0: Uh, but yes, an original ah, WWE so. production directed WWE by production. Rennie Harlan. Yeah.
3: Yep. Rennie oh, Harlan. They, they market it uh, as, you know, from the director of Die Hard, too. And I'm like, bitch, you do not want to be reminding me of Die Hard movies because this is Die Hard with a Vengeance. And I noticed. Yeah. What? Wait, this... are there riddles? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. hmm. All right, well, now you sold me. Yeah, he's like, I kidnap your girlfriend, and so you have to uh, do this thing in the next five minutes or she dies. Okay, and then there'll be the next clue to the next thing. Yeah. You've sold me.
2: I've seen that. I love a a good riddle situation.
0: I feel like that's why WWE got behind it because, man, they love this type of shit where they make their own movie, and then they can make straight-to-video movies. From yep. here on after, and like obviously, you don't get John Cena in every one of them, but Randy Orton's in the second, and mm. Dean Ambrose uh-huh. is in the third.
2: 14, 13, and 14 rounds.
0: There's a third, there's a third, and there'll probably be a fourth because, like, wrestling fans, why not? Why, why, yeah, why give a shit? I'll watch a B movie with a wrestler I like, and it, yeah. it, it, it sounds fun. Even though now they're licensing bad uh, other bad movies like Leprechaun and Jingle All the Way, I don't know what they're up Jingle to. Jingle All
2: the Way. They made Jingle All the
0: Way too with Larry the Cable Guy and what? Surfs Up too. Remember that animated movie oh. we all loved?
1: What? <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's where WWE my, is
0: as a studio. That. But that's not no, do that. that doesn't get to be number one at the box office this week. No, no, no. Uh, that that's mm. a little that's time for a little DreamWorks action. Reese Witherspoon, Rain Wilson, Hugh Laurie, Seth Rogen, and Will Arnett in Monsters vs Aliens. Monsters. They've been called slimy. Hi there! Scary.
1: Ja, ja, ninja. Ha! Freaky. You can't crush a cockroach. And Susan.
0: Susan! Ooh, I just scared myself. But when aliens attack,
1: we're a team. I'm in!
0: They'll be called to save the day the monster way. Coo-coo! Signaling, we right here. DreamWorks Mumsters vs. Aliens, Rated PG. Mmm. I wanted to like this. I want to like this so much. And I've never seen yeah, the whole thing. I
2: feel like I've seen I like this. It. I did not. Yeah. And I remember enjoying it. Like, it just, I didn't dislike it.
0: It's something about like Pixar was so dominant. And like, part of it is because like, this looks really bad. <laughs> like, for 10 years ago.
3: I mean, it looks fine. No, it doesn't. I don't know.
0: Mm mm. None
3: no, no. I feel like we're, we're we're at the point where DreamWorks animation has gotten really good, I think, because we've already previous to this. We had Madagascar escape to Africa mm-hmm. and before that Kung Fu Panda. Which I like. So we're past we're past that fucking B-movie bullshit. And then the next one after this <laughs> yes. is How to Train Your Dragon, which is outstanding. So yeah. we're in a good place here. They're, I feel like they're figuring it out a lot better. And mm-hmm. I really like this movie. But also, like. There's a lot in here for like 50s oh, yeah. sci-fi fans, just like Futurama. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's a lot to appreciate there. And also there was a really, really specific to San Francisco joke that just stopped me dead in my tracks. I could not believe they bothered with. Um,
0: yeah, we're, we're, it's so cute. Weirdly, It's, it,
3: just, it's so much fun. Started, I like it. Shut up.
0: It started out based on a comic book like a licensed movie but because mm-hmm. of the process huh. of these animated films like being rewritten and rewritten for years and years and years it just deviated so much it abandoned the source material and became monsters ah. versus aliens uh instead of the property i've never heard of that it was originally based on uh but yeah i feel like this was everywhere for a little while it's like the one is it like the one dreamworks film that didn't get a, a sequel like at least not mm, in theaters
3: yeah no, it did. No it's, no? it's got some shorts. Yeah, it's got, and it's TV got TV shorts special. and stuff. I oh, could... damn. I
2: could have sworn I saw a sequel to it, but no, I guess not.
0: because if they were smart, it'd be monsters thinking... versus aliens versus, and they'd add something else. That'd be yeah. really fun. Werewolves. That's what yeah. I would do.
3: No, they're monsters. Ooh. You can't do that. Those are monsters. You can't
0: do that. Sex Yeah, sethenders. they could team up
3: with a werewolf. <laughs> versus sex Maybe. <laughs> okay.
0: I'll, I'll end it on He that. could
3: join the team, yeah. or maybe Reese Witherspoon is the 49 and a half foot tall woman, could get bitten by a... A werewolf. She could be a giant werewolf. I like it. Hey. Yeah. No, this is really cute. It gets zero respect, and that's fine. I mean, I'm not going to tell everyone, like, go seek it out. Your, your life is worth less if you haven't seen it. But it, I was surprised how much I liked it. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. It was really cute. All the voice actors are, are doing a great job. And uh, yeah, like I said, they actually have a character yell out like, no, go stop them over there at the Golden Gate Bridge, but stay away from the tenderloin. It gets dicey.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I get it. Having lived close to it. And it was awful. Uh, Yeah.
3: Um, It's just it's very cute. It's so cute.
0: Well, Monsters vs. Aliens, that gets Diana's recommend this week. I'm going to put that all on her. And uh, moving to television of March. It's not Uh, not a
3: waste of your time. I'm just saying it's it's cute.
0: I know, I know. Just every one of these DreamWorks movies is kind of the same. That's why I like Kung Fu Panda and uh, How to Train Train Your Dragon so much. Because they like, I don't know, they're not going for like an easy joke every minute. They're Mm -hmm. just trying to make a genuine Mm -hmm. story you're interested in. yeah. And uh, yeah, that's I like those. Don't like the other ones. Uh, yeah. 2009 television, March 22nd through the 28th. Man, again, a, a, an odd bookend. I've got to say this. I'm hypothesizing that HBO was chasing that Tenacious D-Dragon. They built it. They didn't care about it. And then it became, like, I think they had, like, a number one album after a while. Yeah. Uh, so they would, mm-hmm. I thought that we need another show like this, like, invest in music video style surrealness. Mm-hmm. And they found it with Flight of the Concords nine years later. Even though it ends today, on the 22nd, 10 years ago, after two seasons.
2: I think part of that might have been the embracing of Tenacious D. I think also part of it might have been the embracing of the whole kind of twee Wes Anderson aesthetic Mm. um, Mm. and that idea of like... Of Concords. Yeah, mm. and like that was like very hip during that point. in HBO, it's more really Gondry,
0: but content- he did direct a couple episodes. Yeah,
2: exactly. It's Michelle mm-hmm. Gondry. It's like that whole yeah. kind of twee, cute. The, all this looks super homemade, sort of situation.
0: I really like the show. Me And, too. and I yes. and I saw this episode and I wanted to grab you a clip, but it has no dialogue. Mm. It's just they end up in. Abruptly, end up being deported back to New Zealand because apparently that's what Murray was preventing. <laughs> I had no idea he was actually doing anything the whole time, but that's what he was preventing from happening. Mm-hmm. Them being deported back to New Zealand, and they just end up in the middle of a field herding sheep, but then start beating <laughs> on the fence with their little hoop canes and yeah. making music like that. And I just remember, like, what the fuck? Why did you stop the show? Because it wasn't canceled. They they opted to end it, and he's like, and I just remember Jermaine's like, we we wrote all the songs over a period of 10 years and we use them all. And and <laughs> I don't know how we... <laughs> it took so long. I don't know how we do... I know he's Ringo again. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just like, I don't know how we go about writing that many more songs. Yeah. And I have a feeling some of it mm-hmm. was when that show was on, they were touring and mm-hmm. we were living in San Francisco. Like, I'd love to go see Flight of the Concords. How I'm $160. Shit, mm-hmm. packing an auditorium at $160, a pop for general That's admission. Crazy. So... Yeah, I can see why maybe you don't want to take the time to write all these songs for mm-hmm. HBO because that seems like really fucking good money. It was like the highest ticket price of anything I've ever been interested in. It wow. wasn't Woodstock. Uh, but, but yeah, it, it concluded, and I just always assumed it would come back. And I'm really bummed it never has yeah. in any way. And, and that, like,
3: yeah, I, f- I figured they'd take maybe two years, two and a half, and right. then it'd be like a short season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And that they've never really come back. No. They've toured and they've premiered a new song on occasion, but like for the most part like all they have Brett Brit and Jermaine have some very high highs and they're all separate. Yeah. Uh Brett mm. wins Oscars for the Muppets and Jermaine is a movie star and is part of what well, we do in the shadows one of the greatest right. movies ever made and I can't wait to see what the <laughs> show looks like. I'm mm-hmm. sad he's not in it, but uh oh so yeah. good.
3: But so, uh, what's-his-name they do have in it is quite good. Michael's been watching Toast of London, which is very strange, but oh, really I don't funny. Know about that. It's that, that same guy, whose name I am forgetting right now, but whatever. Uh, Murray? The plays Morten? No. Oh, no. oh the, the, the guy who's on Toast of London is going to be on What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, Oh,
0: gotcha. oh, oh yes. Yeah. Is it Matthew Barry?
3: Maybe.
2: Okay. Well, I also really appreciate Fly of the Concords for introducing me to Kristen Shaw, who's one of
3: my favorite delightful people. Man, I
0: got introduced yep. to her. Yes,
3: Matt Berry. Thank you. I for some reason I was thinking oh, Fucking oh, yeah. rules. Gareth you were talking Marine, about Matt Besser. And I'm like, Matt Besser,
0: no. no I got no, rules. Matt Barry. Yeah. Uh I got introduced to her, and I'll never get another chance to talk about it, I don't think. And uh, nobody knew it was a parody of reality shows, but it was Comedy Central's contest searchlight. Oh. And she was a contestant mm-hmm. that went fucking apeshit. And I remember Dennis Leary was talking all this shit and like mm-hmm. they had to come out and say, like, it's a joke. It's not real. I'm like, oh, I didn't know. It was only four episodes. I had no idea. I thought Christian Shaw was a real human being freaking out on camera. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a couple of <laughs> years before she was in uh, Flight of the Concords, who's now kind of a hallmark of things I might like.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Christian Shaw, isn't it? Um, I don't know
3: if I've seen anything with her that I haven't liked.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. So Yeah, I think you're
3: right. There yeah. you go. And this is Flight of the Concords is a good bingeable show. I feel mm-hmm. like you should take a little time to savor it. Do like two episodes at a time. I agree there's yeah. only twenty-two, so you know, really enjoy it. Don't don't watch them all together so that they all just run together. Mm-hmm. But oh, uh, yeah, it's really good. And then be, I, you know what? I might have to go rewatch this now. God damn it. Yeah, and then
0: be that cool guy who puts occasional song on the on the playlist.
3: Yeah, um, mm-hmm.
0: it's business time. It's
3: <laughs> no, the robot song is where it's at. Yeah. Oh, I um, like. I got feelings. <laughs> Hurt feelings. <laughs>
0: Uh, oh we can yeah. fight
3: about what we want to go out on. I, I picked a Flight of the Concords song that I like, but you know, if you guys want to arm wrestle. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Good news, they're all great. Yeah,
0: that's yep. so. fun. And uh on the twenty third, how I met the How I Met Your Mother, the episode Old King Clancy yeah. is
2: here. I like to throw a little how I met your mother in every now and then. They're so good with mm-hmm. creating uh inside jokes and running gags and stuff in their um in their mm-hmm. episodes and in this one we've so Robin's is Canadian the character who's played by Colby Smolders mm. she's Canadian and so she they find out that she um was about to have a, in her past she had the chance to have sex with some sort of Canadian celebrity but he wanted to do <laughs> the old King Clancy which is some sort of sex act in Canada, she, in Canada <laughs> which she would not tell them what it is so a lot of the episode is the gang guessing what it is based on canadian <laughs> things and so i pulled a little clip of they find a website that's just canadian sex acts Ooh. and so they're just reading it off and she's describing what they are to tossing a loony results.
0: the old poutine <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: <sighs> i need a drink
3: Poor ted would I seem heartless if I switched us back to Canadian sex acts? Not at I, don't I don't graduated this long. Okay. What the hell is a two-hand Zamboni? Let's just say the only thing the woman is wearing is skates on her hands. <laughs> a Manitoba milk bag? Okay, it's like a Chicago mustache, but the person on the bottom is wearing a snowsuit. A Newfoundland lobster trap. Don't know, don't want to know. Those newbies
0: are out of control. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. That's, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, way to get away with something pretty filthy.
2: Apparently, mm-hmm. the old King Clancy involves maple syrup.
0: Ew. Oh. That's not even a lubricant. <laughs> it's,
3: no, it definitely seem pleasant. doesn't. That's a how I first tried to you only be put Spider
2: it Man.
0: Else. Does
2: not seem to be pleasant. <laughs> no. Ugh.
0: Uh. Uh, anyway, on the twenty sixth, crazy Anatomy elevator love letter. Oh boy!
2: Say it in a teenage girl voice.
1: Derek proposes. <laughs> oh! Show me, show me, show me. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Who's Derek?
2: <laughs> Patrick Dempsey. Oh, McDreamy. McDreamy proposes. Oh, so you got to that to Meredith? It's you know, it's a big deal. And for the show is Grace. still on. <laughs> yeah, and the show is still on. Still on. It's and he's actually. Dead? Yeah, he's dead now. <laughs> not
0: I mean not Patrick Dempsey. No, no.
2: <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. Derek's dead. Um but yeah, Elevator Love Letter. It's just uh it's a the proposal itself. I went back and actually watched it on YouTube because mm-hmm. I really couldn't remember it. Um it's pretty sweet. He, he like commandeers the one of the elevators in the in the hospital and puts up on all the walls medical charts and like uh, x-rays and MRIs from all these major patients that they had worked on together whose lives that they saved. And she, he goes on this whole speech about how brilliant she is and how they want, to, how he wants to spend the rest of her life together. And it's very sweet. Mm-hmm. Until you start thinking about, this is a fucking hospital and you are taking up an entire <laughs> elevator for your dumb proposal and people are dying on the first floor and they need to get to the OR. Some guy holding
1: also, his intestines.
2: Also, Also, a huge HIPAA violation. Mm-hmm. So, you know. But, you know, still very romantic.
0: Oh. No. Okay, okay, okay. Got to get into the games of 2009, people. Uh, March 22nd through the 28th. A lot of uh, references uh, to last week that I like. Pokemon Platinum is uh, out this mm. week. Uh, WWE Legends of WrestleMania. Um, this is, again, only, maybe fascinating only to me in this in this show, but that uh, there used to be numerous wrestling games every year, but games are so expensive to make and take so long. There is now just one big game that includes everything, but this was supposed to be... The idea of people who aren't wrestling on TV anymore, you can play a mm-hmm. new-looking game where Hulk Hogan is slamming the shit out of Andre the Giant. Like, mm-hmm. not, not a bad concept mm-hmm. for a wrestling game. Like, mm-hmm. the only time you can mm-hmm. see new matches with these people. Um, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Echoes of Time comes to Wii and DS, and I, for some reason, do not remember anything about this this is. And then there's the Funny, Funny Wheelman from Ubisoft. That is a mm-hmm. game literally starring Vin Diesel because there was big, big high hopes that this would be a cross-media franchise that didn't quite pan uh-huh. out. But the game literally stars Vin Diesel. He's on the cover. He's in the game. He's a voice. He's, hmm. The character looks like Vin Diesel. Uh, I'll let you figure out what the gameplay involves. But uh, mm. we did stream it and it has a bunch of unmerdable policemen and it's really funny to just like drive through them at a thousand miles an hour and their legs straighten out and they just float to the ground. <laughs> uh, and, I bet
3: it's about doing cartwheels, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> And uh, uh, we talked about last week, Oom um, Jammer Lammy. There was no mm-hmm. real follow-up uh, to that, other than I think there's a Parappa, direct Parappa sequel in there, until this year with Major Miner's Majestic March. Same art style as uh, Parappa and Oom um, Jammer Lammy, but the most insulting gameplay I've ever seen. It's exclusively for Wii. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's literally a marching band sim. And what do you think you do with the Wii remote to the music?
1: Hmm. Mm, Up and down, up and down.
0: It's it's like a you turn yourself into a jerk off metronome. Oh,
1: cool! And that's how you play the game. (laughs) And
0: there, it's it's hard to believe this is a real thing because it looks really cute and fun. But there's like, what the fuck? How am I supposed to have fun with this? Yeah, Uh, this is not cool. And I like to I like to talk. uh, I wanted to bring this up just because I thought it was neat. Bridging um, thirty twenty ten in general. Last year at the end of I think December, we talked about the release of Mega Man 2 30 years ago. 20 years mm-hmm. uh, from that point to this week, almost 20 years to the day, Mega Man comes to I Mega Man 2 comes to iOS. iOS. Uh, so the the exact uh-huh. same game, much more difficult to play, probably shouldn't have been on the platform like that. because uh, <laughs> you need real buttons for that kind of precision. Uh, but you tell us what you think about this stuff in the comments because we got a show just for patrons at patreon.com/lasertime which supports all of the Laser Time network. If you'd like to hear us bitch more about Michael Jackson, this, this would be your week. Laser time, we're talking about uh, other cartoons that should be canceled because of Michael Jackson's influence. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That's what we're talking about in a completely serious way. Um, mm. Then bonus time, I would imagine we'll be talking a little more about our real thoughts on the situation because I wouldn't really want to put that. I don't want to bum bum everybody out, but that Leaving the Dog is fucked up. Uh, and yes, people yes. had some opinions about it. And uh, Mm. yes, and uh, every week you get an exclusive uncensored show, and that's where we can maybe take on... Occasionally heavier or longer, less pop culture-centered or hot-button topics. And we do that over there, including reviewing new films on occasion. So that's fun. Um, and then it also supports Game Apocalypse, our weekly video game show, which is all about the goddamn games. I assure you Michael will find a way to bring up Major Minors, Majestic March and play music from it, which is
3: <laughs> god-awful.
0: Like I hope you like John Philip Sousa. Ah, uh, and-
3: uh, do I? <laughs> yes.
0: And, uh, and hopefully we can do re- have a couple features returning as we uh, straighten some things out on our, on our technical end. A much smaller, uh, much, yeah, much harder time right now than normal. Uh, so bear with us and be sure to maybe throw us a buck or two at uh, patreon.com slash laser time. It helps us eat. It helps keep the hosting up. Uh, everyone's compensated for the time. And we really, 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 really appreciate it. So thank you guys so, so much. Uh, Diana, where can people yeah. find you?
3: They can find me on Twitter at L-E-C-I-N-E-N-E-R-D, L-E-C-I-N-E-N-E-R-D or follow the show at 302010 podcast uh, where I tease what's coming up and uh, other stuff. I think next week we have my favorite movie of the year. Okay, Honestly, one of the top ten movies for me of all time. Damn. What could it be? Well, I'll tease it later. And then you'll know. Think, or maybe you won't. I, I
0: don't I know. know. I'll tell you off Mike. I'll, I'll, I'll guess off mic. Okay.
3: It's a mystery.
0: I think, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, Set to <laughs> mister. Yeah. Um, and, well. Uh, yeah. So. The,
3: and so you want to talk about births and deaths? I
0: want to talk about who died. Who died this week?
3: I couldn't find any famous deaths this week. That's Yay. impossible. I, no, nothing. No.
0: Okay. Uh, Flight of the Concords. That died.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, R.I.P. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Flight the Concords. The Concords. died in our heart. Tom Snyder died. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: no, no, he died in 2007, I checked.
2: Futurama was born, so.
0: <laughs> yes, Tom Snyder had to go. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> there's
0: no way Tom Snyder equals one Futurama. I'm sorry. I don't care who likes no, Anybody no way. likes that guy. Uh, but, all right, no, let's.
1: Oh, you seem fine. Let's got to get into the, the oh, birthday
3: quiz. All right. Happy 75th birthday to this special person born March 26, 1944 in Detroit Motor City. Ooh. She has sold more than 100 million albums solo and in a group. Despite 12 nominations, she's never won a Grammy, but she does have a Lifetime Achievement Awards. And she has 18 number one songs. Would you like to hear them in reverse order?
0: Yeah. I just can't find it. No guesses you.
3: yet? I, 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 think Tina I Turner? Tina Turner? Decent guess, but no. No.
0: Uh, How
3: about if I said uh, Endless Love, Upside Down, and "Life Hangover? Donna's son? No. Nope. Theme from Mahogany, Touch Me in the Morning, Ain't No Mountain High Enough? Oh, Gloria Gaynor?
2: Smokey no! Robin's
3: Someday we'll be together, love child, the happening, love is here, and now you're gone?
2: I'm
0: no I, mountain. I know. You keep
3: it's- me hanging on. Literally, you are doing that right now.
0: I know, I, got the, I just don't have the fucking name. I have the group she was in before that. I just
3: you can't know. hurry, love. I hear a symphony. Back in my arms again. No, I, this is embarrassing.
2: I know it,
0: I know it, I just d- can't.
2: This is it. so embarrassing.
3: Stop <gasps> in the name of love. Start talking and maybe it'll come to you.
0: Um, no, that's when we'll get accused of being old and racist. That's yeah, kind of yeah,
2: exactly.
3: N- I'm scared to keep
2: guessing. No. N- uh,
0: Uh, What's it start with? (laughs) That's where you have to go from here.
3: Well, I'm going to finish listing these. Come see about me, baby love, and where did our love go? Stop in the name of love. Is that Aretha?
0: That's that's the group. No. Um,
3: What's my name, bitch? uh, Snoop Dogg? What? This is embarrassing. We have to cut all of this. (laughs) No, no. Don't cut all of this. No. Because when she hears this, and she will, y'all are going to die. She Mm. will straight up murder people because she is Miss Ross.
0: Diana Ross, there. I win.
3: I hate myself.
1: Sorry. (sighs) I hate myself. I even even thought that.
3: I really thought I would get three, maybe three songs in. I I figured... He By the time really we got is. to "Stop in the Name I of Love," the there's Supremes. No way. I just,
0: I just couldn't, I couldn't think of it. I couldn't think of it.
3: Wait, that's why I said start talking it out. If you start talking about the I Supremes, maybe all of a sudden. No, you I think had it. They I they had it from like the second Supremes.
0: song you said in Detroit. I just, I just couldn't think of her fucking name. Uh, oh. God damn it! Um, God she damn has it.
3: seen some shit. She will come kill you now. Well, I welcome she is it. Like the biggest diva I, there is. A
2: thousand percent deserve it, and I'm. I'm ready when she is. Yeah,
0: I know more and about... she's it.
2: 75 and she
3: hasn't aged in like 50 years and it's kind of scary. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, we do have a comment section where you can uh, break our bulls or... Uh, Please j- do. Slam you our clams, as respect. it were. Uh, if, <laughs> if you feel so inclined. <laughs> and we will read that off in our listener, or monthly Listener Strike Back edition. We do appreciate you all for listening. Once again, the show is executive produced by Jason uh, McAufferin. Thank you so much to him and many other fine people at patreon.com slash laser time who help support the show for a price of a cup of coffee help us keep going let's close out with uh, fashion is danger by flight of the concords uh, and we will see you guys fashion fashion. Fashion. Fashion.
3: Fashion. fashion style <laughs>
1: you think you know fashion Well, fashion's a stranger You think fashion's your friend My friend, fashion is danger Posing,
2: posing at the bar Posing, posing sitting down Posing,
1: posing in the distance Posing, posing with my arm Posing, posing with my leg